what what sucks about this movie, honestly, is nobody dies except for the dog, which is total which bullshit. Which is bullshit, right? Yeah, I, it's, for me, the movie is a fail because it killed the dog and nothing else. It, yeah. it was such a... This is a movie, honestly. It's a real movie. I was so mad. I was like, fuck you, Ryan Reynolds. Take your fucking shirt off. Do something. Act for him. Do something, dude. I mean, and I like Ryan Reynolds, but he's doing nothing in this movie. Nobody's doing anything in this movie. It's a movie. It's fied. The 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 thing about oh, let me just go ahead and go because yeah, let's go. Come on, <laughs> I'm fucking fired up. Can I say it's a pussy movie? In the garage. I'm Corey Cope. I'm Freddie Wolf. Uh, we're continuing our series of remakes nobody asked for, and nobody asked for this. No, they did not. <laughs> I here's the thing. I like the movie. Okay, uh, I don't like it as much as say Total Recall. I think Total Recall, at the end of the day, even though we haven't seen the last movie, is probably going to be the best of the series, uh, our, our most enjoyable of the series, anyway. This movie suffers from suffers from a lot. It suffers this movie from a lot. Sucks. Um, this is this is all tied in with Platinum Dunes when they were remaking, you know, classic horror stuff like Friday the Thirteenth and Texas Chainsaw. And it's funny because you notice that the opening for this is very similar to the opening of Texas Chainsaw remake. Yeah, it's, it's very mm-hmm. similar. Obviously, there was a tone they're going for across the board. Uh, unfortunately, it other than the wonderful gore effects from K and B, that literally is the highlight of the movie. And unfortunately, we can't lean too much on the cast and saying they did what they did. Everybody's kind of—I don't know, man. Everybody seems like they're kind of sleepwalking through this movie. Yeah. Honest to God, yeah. I mean, I love Ryan Reynolds. I love Melissa George. I love. Uh, oh shit! What's his name that plays the father? You know, um, uh, Sydney from Hard Eight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Philip Baker Hall. Yeah. Here's the thing I want to ask you. So why in these movies do priests show up and then fucking, oh, they're fucking scared shitless and they run away without any explanation. I, I don't know. Lack of conviction. Fuck off. Show me one who stands his ground. This That was such, that scene is such bullshit. You know who stands their ground? James Woods in Scary Movie 2. Yes, James Woods in Scary Movie 2. He stands his ground because he has to take a shit. <laughs> yeah. Like enchiladas. I don't know. It, this movie is like, I don't, this movie is so soft and so like, who gives a shit? It doesn't pick a side. It doesn't, it doesn't know what, whether it wants to be an R rated movie or if it wants to be PG. I wouldn't even say this is PG 13. I mean, other than Ryan Reynolds being mean to kids. I mean, what the fuck? This movie does zero except for kill a dog and show Ryan Reynolds chopping wood, playing head games with a preteen Jesse James. I mean, this movie, this doesn't do anything. It doesn't move the pacing. It seemed like it went on forever and it's only an, it's only an hour and 29 minutes long. I don't know, man. This movie does a whole lot of nothing. Like, there's, there's no scares in it. You know, Ryan Reynolds talks to himself a lot. There was one moment in there that I thought worked, but this movie suffers from, I guess, a lot of things, but an inexperienced director in a massive way. Andrew Douglas, again, 
This is now the second movie we covered in the series that has a former music video director. <laughs> Andrew D Douglas had done uh, Alison Moyet videos and Paul Young videos, but not when those two were in their heyday. This was they did them in the nineties. So. Right, he didn't do Come Back and Stay. That's no, for sure. No, uh, there is like I said, there is K and B effects in there. I think that's how they got the R rating because they don't swear in the movie. <laughs> There's nope. There's no, well, you know, maybe the sex scene possibly, but that's kind of PG-13. There's no nudity. I mean, is it? Yeah. Is that a sex scene? Honestly? I mean, I, I, I can see Ryan Reynolds nipples in any movie. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, that if, if is I'm. Is that what constant, does that make it an R? Because we see Ryan Reynolds nipples and his fucking uh, obliques. One of the things that's uh, that uh, I've it's kind of hard to transition to is I couldn't get out of my head the entire time I'm watching it. I didn't get, I guess I wasn't so tied into it because I've seen just friends so many times since 2004 but at the time i think i'd seen it once i didn't struggle with it oh, I do this this is only a year after just friends so it's a it's a weird thing to see him go from this guy to i'm basically playing the same kid but playing two different roles really because i don't have any problem with what he's doing no i just i just i have a hard time you know grasping the fact that <laughs> that he is this stepfather and I, here's the thing. He's no James Brolin. That's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm saying. He's no Josh Brolin. <laughs> I recognize that. And by the way, I think this, and actually I didn't click with that until I just said it, that about he and he and Josh Brolin being buddies and everything. And his dad he basically played his dad's role in this. Right. And now you talk about memory of the original. see, I'm going based on my memory. I haven't seen the original and I can't tell you how long. So I'm, I, part of me is like going, wait, did James Bond go this nutty? I don't remember him going this nutty in the movie. I see. I didn't think he went nutty enough. I mean, to me, this movie is a like like some. I don't know, man. It's like a half-assed, poor man's boring version of The Shining. If you know, if The Shining could be any more boring than it is, it would be this movie. And they made a fuck ton of money too. They made a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, sure. They made a lot of money, but it still doesn't mean it's a good movie. I mean, it's. It's my least favorite of the ones we watched, and that's saying something because I really didn't like RoboCop, but. I don't know, man. This movie, the acting's all fine in it, but literally nothing happens in this movie. And they nothing. done and they done fucked up. And had they done fucked up in this movie? They killed the fucking dog. They killed dude. a fucking dog. And that's the only thing that dies in this movie is the dog. The, the fucking dead family from well, the beginning. Who gives a shit? You got to set the story up. By the way, the way everybody dies in the beginning, they're being all cute. With I mean, like I said, I like the opening for the most part. But if that's the only gore, I mean, only violence you see in it, my. Because he doesn't. And the end is fucking the worst. The end of this movie oh. is fucking ridiculous. It's awful. By the way, how's that for a last house on the left ending? <laughs> it's exactly the I same. Know. Is it not the same? I know. Uh, yeah. It's exactly the same the way it ends. Oh, by the way, we covered Last House on the Left, but we didn't talk about it. <laughs> we watched it. We never covered we watched it. it. We never talked. I know. We, we watched it, and we never spoke of we, it again. We recorded 10 minutes of us talking about it. We're like, fuck this. Maybe we'll drop it out. I was like, do you really want to talk about this movie? No. Because I don't. Yeah. Deplorable. But still, I'm still glad we didn't use it over this, because this was still gives us something to talk about. Well, yeah, this movie, this, look, this movie... I don't, like I said, I don't have any problem with the, with what's going on with the acting and stuff in the movie. I mean, I like all the actors. I just don't, it's, it does, but man, it is just not, it's just not paced. Well, there's no, there's no scares in it. Uh, everything is kind of by the numbers. Uh, they kill the dog. The hot babysitter shows up. 
And, and if, if that, is that, and what is wrong with her, dude? I mean, first of all, would you leave your kids with this chick? No. I mean, especially after she says, oh, I babysit for them. And, <laughs> right, right then, all this weird shit's going on. Here's the thing. I hate fucking stupid people in movies. And everybody in this movie is fucking stupid. Just saying. But, you know, the thing about Father Callaway acts exactly the same in this Coward. as he did in the original. Coward way? Yeah, yeah I, I get it. But I'm just saying, you know, you, you want to improve on something. You know, I, I just... I, I don't, just, but I don't think that, but when he runs away, dude, like he's in the car, she's like, Father Callaway. Oh. <laughs> he's and then, you know, he's, he's just back, like, God, fuck off. He's just like, he goes, Well, he's like, this, he's like, fuck this, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just chilling in Long Island, dude. I don't need this bullshit. Huh, I'm not even a real priest. <gasps> oh, fuck. I'm a groundsman. I'm the groundskeeper. You came and found me. I was raking leaves, bitch. We mentioned the cast. The cast is small. It's a really small movie. If you don't, I mean, if, yeah. you, if you ignore all the DeFeo family that dies in the beginning, I mean, everybody, it's just, it's just, it's compact. But you, I want to, I want to talk about the fact that just because the, the original spawned so many sequels and even a TV show, it doesn't change this fact. It wasn't a good movie to begin with. It wasn't a good movie. To begin I with. never found it to be very good. It, it had iconic moments. You know, the get out moment and the flies. The flies. I go, it's fine, but it's already been, once it got mocked. Yeah. What was the point? It's not, it has no, no dramatic weight anymore. Once they, once they got mocked in scary movie, once it had happened, they were like, who gives a shit at that point? It's not, it doesn't, it's ineffective now. Yeah, totally. It's like if they remake the exorcist and they do the, the head turning and the split P and all that. Okay, dude, that's iconic shit. Right. I don't, it, <laughs> you can't change yeah. that. Give me something new, man. I, I think I've seen a long time ago. I'm like, we were talking before we got on the one I've seen the most, and I saw it in 3D in yep. the theater. I in same. Same. And part two, uh, you know, it was on cable all the time when we first got cable. It was just something that was on all the time, you know, entity. Uh, Amityville 3D, I want to kind of like, because I think that's the only one I saw in the theater like ever. And, that cast should be noted. Tess Harper, Tony Roberts, Meg Ryan, Lori Laughlin, Candy Clark. Dude, that movie had so many people in it that you, you instantly recognize. I mean, this one, it's like, yeah, you you know who Ryan Reynolds is. Some people know who Melissa George is. I mean, at this point, not maybe not so well, much. She had just done, uh, yeah, well, she had done 30 Days of Nights. Right. At that point. Right. Horror fans probably knew who she was. And none of the kids were famous yet, right? No, yeah. Chloe was, this was Chloe's second thing I think she had done. And then the kid that plays, plays Michael, he's the older brother in the first orphan movie. (laughs) The one that gets along with the stepdad. (laughs) Every time you say orphan, I keep thinking uh, the orphanage. The Del Toro thing, yeah. Del Toro, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's like it sounds like a auto tune going on with your voice. Now hang on. Hello, I'm Ray Bolger, and I'd like to say, say what? Uh, it already sounds better. Yeah, all right, let's do it. Let's, let's pick that shit back up. Was Ray Bolger in this movie playing the grandfather? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, that's another movie. That's uh, some other movie we'll, we'll, we'll not be talking about. Yeah, um, yeah, man. I don't know. Look, this is a movie that I, I was never keen on the fucking original anyway. I, I so to remake it, I mean, and I don't know. They, I mean, I don't, it, they made, it's, it's worse. <laughs> so they took a bad movie and made it worse or is it worse? I, 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 I don't know. They took a mediocre movie and made it mediocre and put gore in it. 
The ca- it's, yes. It's like Correct. They, they're, they're, there's no gore in this movie. Right. We, we, there's the, no gore in this movie. Oh, yeah, there is. It's there. That stuff from came at the beginning. That's fucking, dude. That's like, oh, you can no, see that no. shit on Shudder on the, TV. You can see that on that. I know, but yeah, intentionally Shudder doesn't have any rating systems. But what I'm getting but, at. Dude, is this, but it, this is like a PG movie. The no. gore in Gremlin. The gore in Gremlins is better than this. I, well, I, dude, no, no, there's plenty of blood in this, dude. <laughs> You've already forgotten. I'm not saying it's not, it's barely. Is there? Is there you, I, it barely I, registered if there was. I mean, look, no, the like moments when, yeah, well, that register the most are when, I mean, I don't know, when we see these. This movie felt oddly like the effects felt very similar to 13 Ghosts to me. Oh, no. That, yeah, no, I was no question about that. I felt that way as well as a little bit of the hell. I just house. don't remember that being that bloody. I remember the, the, the you know, my, they kept showing that little girl with a bullet hole in her head, but it wasn't even scary. It just looked. The, the, but here's the thing. The second that finger went into her forehead, it got an R rating. I guess. One of the, one of the many hallucinations that, uh, that George has is he sees himself like doing, you know, having like basically doing an autopsy to himself. And it's, it's, it's fairly gory, dude. It's like, it's not, it's, it's a, if there's things, such thing as between PG 13 and R, that's what it is. It's not an R. It doesn't deserve an R. No, but, I, but it's, but it's, but it's, it's, it's definitely ventures outside of PG 13 land. It's that weird thing where, why they created the PG 13 to begin with is because there's it's some more snorry than gory is what I would say about this movie. You're seeing remnants of gore as opposed to things that create the gore. That's what I'm, that's usually how you get to the R rating is you're seeing the action of it and not just the remnants of it. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man, this movie, again, I watched the whole thing and it, it was, it was short, but then it felt long. I mean, and even the, the big scene with the little girl walking on the top of the house, which makes fucking absolutely no sense. Okay. At all. Yeah. Okay. Omen, by the way. Yes. Seen it. <laughs> Uh, I mean, and it was way better. And even in the o- in the remake of the Omen, it was better. Yeah, it's all for you, Damien. Just you know, the, the whole like, there's just a lot of Shining, and I guess maybe the original is kind of a Shining ripoff. Although they came out a year before the Shining, I think the original. So I can't say that the original was a ripoff of the Shining. Right. But this seemed like really they really were kind of trying to do a lot of Shining type stuff. With this movie. Right. Well, you know about the, as far as the original in Kubrick's The Shining, the book was still there. The book was out yeah, years ago. So they could have easily used cold stuff from that without an issue. Yeah. I I don't know. I This is another one of those ones that we, we talk about where, is this, does this work as a non-remake? Does this work as a movie? I'm like, you know what? No. For me. I don't know if it works. I've re- I don't remember the original well enough to do what we've been doing in the series and reflect on that and to make the, is it better remembered than the original? It's that's the what, original aside. Let's throw the original away. Right. Like right. it doesn't fucking exist. Cause it kind of doesn't for me. I don't, I've never been a giant fan. Never felt like I needed to see it. Like literally, like I said, part three is my jam <laughs> mostly because of the three, the bad 3d yeah. and you know, and Meg Ryan. 12 <laughs> and Meg Ryan was in it. Other thing, and I love Tess Harper, by the way. The other thing about this movie, even if this movie was a standalone movie and it wasn't called Amityville Horror, I wouldn't like this movie. It it pulls from too many other movies that are better than it to make a mediocre movie. It's mediocre. It it doesn't have anything to do with the fact, for me, that it's anything to do with the first Amityville or it's Amityville, any of that. None of that matters. It's just kind of a mediocre, half-assed haunted house movie. 
When it comes to the Amityville movies and there being so many, I've always wondered, am I going, is the original house still there? Did they tear it down? No, they just keep it up, you know, so that people can make movies and go shoot the exterior. It's like, because that I've, I've always wondered, am I going, why would I want to, why would I want to go shoot my movie there? Even just for the exteriors, like, who are you going to get to go over there and go shoot that shit? And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because I've always wondered that when I'm watching the, any of the movies or if I see, if I'm, I'm doing some research and I find like one sheets or stuff like that from anything from the series or from the franchise, it caught my eye with this one, just like with a lot of movies that have been made since, I don't know, like, you know, early 2000s. We, productions are all over the place now. We're, we, we, we rarely in California anymore, even if it, it was supposed to be done even if the, if the location is supposed to be not California, we still shoot here. Well, not so much anymore, obviously. But this Chicago, Buffalo Grove, Fox Lake, uh, they have four different locations in Illinois. Chicago, uh, so, so Chicago, like one, two, three, four, five places in Illinois, and then two in Wisconsin. And none of it was shot in New York anywhere. None of it. Right. And it's like, and I get that, but it was weird to see it shot in so many different places if it wasn't just going to be shot in one place. Because <laughs> again, just like with our, our other budgets, this is like right there. This is a $19 million movie that made 107. It made a lot of money. You noted the time, nice and short, 89 minutes. And you know why? Because you brought, I saw Christian Wagner's credit in there, editor Christian Wagner. He's the guy you bring in when your shit is too loose, he comes in and they tighten it up. So if he had not come in, God knows what this movie would have been. No, I mean, there, there's, there's this, the segments go, there's this seg, a lot of the segments go on far too long anyway. Like I, I'm like, Oh fuck already. Like the, the girl in the house bit went on far too long. There was no tension in it because it just took forever. There's no, you know, the fly scene to me was too long. And that's the thing is that you don't have the buildup either. The buildup of right, one. They're just suddenly you're in it. And it's and and then and it still feels too long. Yes, I've always yeah. I've uh, always felt the music video directors generally can bring something special to something because they know how. Right, because they can I, tell a story in three minutes. Three minutes, minutes. exactly. But not even in, this one. Not in eighty nine minutes, they couldn't tell a story. No, but this is the same thing that uh, that the fog suffers from. The kind of three minute films these guys make were about marketing. They weren't about telling the story that the song tells. Sure. Because all the hammer stuff was all, it's all about, you know, marketing. It wasn't about telling a story. No. It's not like it's, um, shit. It's about turning this mother out. I mean. That's what you're supposed to do. Turn this mother out. Turn this movie out. Make it work. I know the argument's going to be like well, most of David Fincher's videos are like the videos that we're talking about right now as opposed to telling stories. Like, But don't do that. I'm not going to go there. I mean, there's... Uh, if the younger audience wasn't out there, it wasn't aware of this, but pre Blu-ray when DVD was like at its fucking height, there was a wonderful series called the director series. And it was whole box sets of music videos from the Spike Jones guy types. Yeah. Spike Jones, Mark Pellington had one. Yeah. I mean, a, yeah, they all had one. Those Every single one of those re releases were so fucking good. And it wasn't just the videos. And by the way, that's something else too about that series. You get to see all these music videos and without some stupid overlay from MTV or whatever. You got to see it just like you would see any other movie on a blue on a DVD, which was so fucking cool. You got to see it in 16 by 9 letterboxed. It, it was just, it was so good. This, uh, Mr. Douglas is not one of those that had a release. I'll just say that about it. Sure. No. The, the the where the Friday and the Texas Chainsaw remakes 
excel is they kind of they take a little bit of what's out there and make it their own. And they pick directors that have some kind of visions where, yeah, it wasn't exactly a one-to-one ratioed remake. This is a one-to-one ratioed remake. And I think the problem is, is we keep leaning on the fact that, well, comparatively speaking, for what I do remember about the original, it's it, they're say, they're two bad movies. It's a one's a remake of a bad movie. Yeah, and th- th- uh, yeah, and it just kind of this movie just kind of goes from it, there's it literally it feels like it's limping along, right? Like I feel like Ryan Reynolds just limps in one scene to the next, muttering to himself, half crazy, you know, half not. Like <laughs> the best line in the movie, which I feel like is what I wanted to fucking scream at my TV the entire movie, is when he's like, "What's wrong with you people?" <laughs> when he yells at her yes. after the little girls walked on the roof and he walks away and he's like, fucking none of that. And he's muttering, dude, that's how I felt watching this movie. It was, it was so good. <laughs> he's just like, what, what the hell did I marry into? <laughs> right. Well, right. But, but literally he summed up my, he summed up exactly the way I felt about the movie right there. Right. And yeah. then, and again, why kill the dog and nothing. I mean, look, it's a whole, like, fuck you. For me, the movie fails. It gets an F for killing the dog. Yeah. Despite everything else. They could have, I don't know, they could have done so much. Like we talked about anytime there's, anytime there's some kind of uh, animal death on, on screen, we, we, we always like there was alternatives. You didn't have to, you didn't have to murder the animal. You get to, I mean, he's seeing things. We, we, we see that multiple times in there where there's superimposing some kind of, uh, I don't know. If it remind me very much of Sinister. So I'm wondering if Sinister was like biting from this. Ugh, I hope not. Well, you know, know, seeing seeing the films and seeing the faces change. Sure. Yeah, I mean that's a little bit. I mean, but it, I I think this might be this might be one of those first movies where we were starting to see that kind of thing. But then after that, it got used a lot. Yeah, I was thinking this movie could have fit in our November schedule if we if we if we were scraping for good ghost. Oh no, man, this wouldn't. I don't know. This wouldn't even have been on the short list. <laughs> Honestly. No, I'm just saying, like, right? Is it because it's kind of a haunted house movie? Yeah, uh, but it's thank God we did the sequel thing because or the remake thing. Yeah. All right. If there's something that needs to be said about the movie, I don't think it's been. I think we said it already. <laughs> I think we covered uh, yeah, it. Yeah, man. I I, I can't. Um, I don't have a whole lot more to say. I mean, I feel like I'm just at this point. I'm just gonna keep being. I'm just, anything I t- talk about is just gonna be the same. It's it's going to be exactly like uh, what we've already been talking about for the last twenty five minutes. Yeah, I you know we usually do our our thing where we identify people that were uh, the writers or the score. There, there's there's who just, cares? Just, there's really there's nothing here. All you need to know is like everybody in this movie is like as far as on screen has done better work outside before and after this. Even even the the people that we were. Choosing not to mention the writers, the scores, all everybody involved has done better work since. So, exactly. <laughs> Even George thinks so. George is like, damn right. Make me watch that shit again. <laughs> Turn that off. All right. Well, you know what? The good thing is this: is that out of the whole entire month, this is probably no matter what we feel about the next movie, I have a hard time believing it's going to be worse than this. At least a, it wor- won't be. a worse experience, I should say, than this. And honestly, like I said before, um, that movie is going to be watched with edibles per someone's request, and I'm going to continue to... This this movie's not even... I mean, this movie's not... It's not even It's that it's the worst movie we've talked about or watched that we've covered. It's just this movie 
I don't know. I don't, I don't even know how to describe my feelings for this movie. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. I don't. I don't think I like it enough to hate it. I, I wanna, I don't, yeah, I want to. My, my advice would be see Amityville 3D. Yeah, exactly. Well, the Amityville TV show was good too. It was actually really good. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and it'll be good when they make it again in a couple of years, or it won't. I want to. I'll, I'll say this is how I'm going to perfectly. I mean, my my opinion. This is a perfect definition of this movie. I'm going to steal from John Hughes. It's a void. Yeah. <laughs> Just a void. It's going to suck up your time. You're going to get to it and you're going to like, why did I watch that? And there you go. Anyway. Yeah. Enough said. Well, if you want to <laughs> follow the show on Twitter, it's at Karate Pod. The same with Letterboxd. Working on that should be up um, before October. And uh, same thing with Instagram. If you want to follow Corey on Letterboxd, it's or you underscore cope. If you'd like to follow me, you can follow me at rock and roll 33 on your Instagram, or you can follow me at Jesse Lou Jack on Spotify, possibly. Spotify. Or maybe not. Or uh, Letterboxd. Jesse Lou Jack at Letterboxd.com. Who's Jesse Lou Jack? That's Richard Gere's character from Breathless. Oh. Is that the, the Lou Jack swing? On my nuts. <laughs> is it time for a little Tony 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 segue into the uh, yes. next episode? That's how you end. This. That's how you end an episode. <laughs>